Liberal groups welcome an increase to NBN satellite data, but who will pick up the bill? And Brazil ramping up food health inspections as it tries to win back access to the US beef market. Hello, I'm Kath McAloon. First today, Gina Reinhart's company is confident it will get Chinese government approval to start sending cattle there within six months. The Hancock company recently signed an agreement for a joint venture with a Chinese consortium, creating a paddock-to-plate supply chain. They plan initially to send 150,000 cattle to China each year from their northern cattle stations. Hancock Group CEO Gary Corty says by shipping the cattle to an island south of Shanghai, the company is hoping to avoid strict mainland biosecurity controls that don't allow the import of cattle from Blue Tongue virus risk zones. Jintang Island is isolated from the mainland and uh, there's strong support from uh, the Chinese uh, government to develop an export protocol which would allow us uh, to effectively export uh, cattle into Xintang, which is effectively a quarantined area. A doubling of data allowances in peak periods on the SkyMuster satellite network has been welcomed by rural and regional lobby groups who have long been frustrated by download limits. But now a group representing grain farmers is calling for NBN satellite retailers to pass on the additional data at no extra cost. NBN has announced plans to double the maximum peak download allowance from 75 gigabytes per month to 150 from October. CEO of Grain Growers David McKeon says is the new allowances are more realistic for meeting the needs of modern grain growing businesses. What they've done is pass that on, the, you know, that doubling of that limit to no cost to the retail service providers, so the internet service providers uh, who, who you know, the customers deal with. But, but what we want to make sure in this whole process is that the end customer, you know, the farmer or, or those based in rural and remote Australia, that, that, that this isn't passed on at a cost to them. But Tony Bundrock of retail service provider Activate Me says it's not correct to suggest that increasing data allowances will come at no extra cost to retailers. He says they'll have to purchase more bandwidth and they're still working out if they can absorb the additional costs. Heading overseas and Brazilian authorities plan to recruit more than 1,500 new health inspectors as they try to reassure trading partners that their beef is safe. Brazil's beef industry has been embroiled in scandal since March after police revealed health inspectors were receiving bribes from meatpacker JBSSA. JBS has since been ordered to pay large fines and the US has blocked all Brazilian beef imports after testing found meat with abscesses and unidentified material. Brazil's government claims the scandal is a result of staffing shortages that they're now trying to address, while unions are blaming government funding cuts for the lack of inspectors. Back home and South Australian farmers are being warned to keep an eye out for the potentially dead devastating wheat pest, Russian wheat aphid. The sap-sucking insects have been found in parts of the state, mainly on the Eyre Peninsula. If left untreated, they can cause crop losses of up to 75%. But in good news, entomologist Greg Barker says while the aphids are being seen, they seem to be in fairly low numbers. If you go looking, you'll find them. But thankfully, at this juncture, at a really quite low infestation level. So rarely are we uh, observing or having reported to us uh, anything much more than about 1% of plants um, uh, showing symptoms from Russian wheat aphid. 
Fishers who catch live bait to sell to anglers say they're devastated that federal authorities are considering allowing imported raw prawns back onto supermarket shelves from next month. Nicole Dimmick from East Coast Live Bait says her business has been decimated as a result of strict movement controls which prevent her sending bloodworms that are a popular bait for recreational fishing to Sydney and other key markets beyond southeast Queensland. She says she's been gutted to hear at a Senate inquiry yesterday the temporary import ban on prawns will lapse on July 6, while restrictions on her product will continue for at least two years. My guess is they're cheap enough in the shops, which they will be, in Coles and Woolworths. Fishermen will grab them and start using them in the waterways outside the zone. So I can't understand why the government would let white spot countries send their stuff over here. They're going to let raw, uncooked prawns back into the country. Sticking with aquaculture news and construction has begun on what will be the country's largest shellfish reef restoration off the coast of South Australia's York Peninsula. A construction vessel will sink more than 17,000 tonnes of limestone which will be layered with locally hatched juvenile oysters. The aim is to attract marine life and improve recreational fishing. For today, that's Rural News.